Hey team, this is Danielle and welcome back to the 40-something and interning podcast. This week we have a dietetic student um, all the way in California. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce you to Leslie Gonzalez. Welcome, Leslie. Hi, my name is Leslie Gonzalez and I'm currently a fourth year student at San Diego State University. Um, I've been living in San Diego for about four years now since I started studying there, but I'm originally from NorCal, Stockton, California, so near Sacramento area. Okay, nice, nice. How old are you? Um, I just turned 21 this July. Okay, great. Welcome adulthood for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's starting to feel like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say like I have mixed feelings about it. There's days where it's definitely been easier and then times where it's been harder. I know in the beginning when we transferred online, I also moved back home with my family in like a very okay. small apartment. So it was super hard to focus and not have like a designated study area and then coffee shops were all closed. So mm -hmm. that was definitely like a harder time. Yeah. And I was able to move back to San Diego in the beginning of 2021. And I think that definitely helped a lot to have my own space and be able to like really focus on school. Yeah. Okay, cool been like with classes I'm finally adapting to being back in person again in the beginning I was a little worried it was I would get a little nervous in class sometimes being around so many people and just being on campus again but now I've like adapted to it so when I hear like rumors of maybe going online again I do get really scared because <laughs> it's taken a while to get used to being in person I'm like please no I don't want to go back mm. online uh, that's been tricky I'm sure so um, when did you become interested in nutrition and dietetics? Uh, there's been like different times in my life where I knew it was what I wanted to study. It's funny because mm -hmm. initially I wanted to go into criminal justice. That was like the initial oh. major that I wanted. Okay. So that was a big change. Okay. Yeah. It, initially, I the reason I got interested in like studying nutrition, I didn't know specifically dietetics. I just knew like I want to go into nutrition is because I started like working out in high school. Mm -hmm. I started going to the gym a lot and then I started realizing like you know maybe I want to study something that's like nutrition or fitness related and although I didn't talk about this much with my family because it wasn't really talked about but I was struggling with an eating disorder in high school so mm. learning about nutrition I started learning more about food and I started following dietitians on Instagram and I was like whoa like food is good for you like this is cool and that was like the initial moment where I was like yeah I want I want to study nutrition and also, growing up, I've seen my dad struggle with a lot of, like, health issues, mm -hmm. um, like diabetes and cardiovascular disease, and just seeing that has made me want to study nutrition even more, yeah. just because I want to be able to help, like, low-income and minority communities, especially Spanish-speaking communities, because mm -hmm. nutrition information isn't as accessible, so I want to help change that. Yeah, that's super important. I like that. I like that a lot. And it's funny, I hear that often when speaking to um, dietetic students and interns, like their own personal experience with their family and chronic health um, issues and wanting to help them and in turn helping their community as well. So I think that's awesome. Um, huh. So you are a first generation student? Yeah, so I'm the first in, I have six siblings, and I'm the first out of all of them, and out of my parents to attend college. Oh, that's a big deal. Congratulations. Thank you. It's It's been challenging. Yeah, like what challenges have you um, 
encountered or like what's been most difficult about ending the diet entering excuse me the dietetics field like how do you face those I think I definitely wasn't prepared for a lot of the heavy science courses and I had never heard from anybody like nobody in my family has experience taking like a college chemistry class or taking yeah. anatomy or taking these difficult classes and then at the same time being away from my family mm-hmm. I think it was just hard to adapt to like all of these really intense courses that are needed for dietetics while being far away and then money also played a big role yes dietetics is kind of an expensive field so definitely having to work while going to school and Mm -hmm. figuring out FAFSA every year alone oh my gosh FAFSA that's Mm -hmm. scary Mm -hmm. so doing that every year and it was definitely difficult to like face all these challenges by myself because I never really had anybody to ask for help or like reach out to yeah do you have um mentors I didn't have any mentors until recently. Mm-hmm. I um got a mentor through Diversified Dietetics, actually. Her name is Whitney. Oh, nice. And we've been talking a little bit back and forth. So I that was the first mentor I've actually ever had in my career. Mm-hmm. How's that experience going? I also had a mentor from Diversified Dietetics. I think it's going well. Um, there hasn't been too many meetings just because I know a lot of the meetings that they posted for mentors and like mentees it unfortunately most of the meetings they had were during my lab time so I wasn't able to attend them and I think that created like a small disconnect like where we weren't able to attend the workshops together but Mm -hmm. I think it's still been very helpful good yeah I often talk about on here like um relationships are such a big deal in making the connections um or being given information that you wouldn't have had otherwise, like by somebody who's had that experience. Mentorship is so, so important. Like, and not just now, but like later on in your career and in your life, it's a really big deal. Yeah, there's always something to learn. I feel like everybody can teach you something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you could go back, cause you're a fourth year student. If you could go back to your first year, grad, what advice, would you tell then like younger Leslie, what would you? I would say just trust the process and like follow your dreams because I know I was super scared my first year. Again, I went to all these really heavy college courses and Mm -hmm. I remember I would cry if I got like a D on an exam. Like I would, it really affected my mental health a lot. I was Mm. struggling when I would get poor grades. I felt like it was a reflection of who I was. I let my grades kind of define me. Uh and yeah and I would see it that way I was like oh my gosh like I remember one day after my anatomy course I got out and I had like a C on my exam and I was already doing not that great and I remember crying to my roommate I was like I'm not gonna be a dietitian and like she hugged me and I was like I was like in tears and now that I think about it I'm like okay my grades don't define me I may have some that are not that great but Mm -hmm. that you know that doesn't define who I am and that isn't going to stop me from being a dietitian. I just Absolutely. Continue working on it. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, I mean, even to this day, it's still something I have to tell myself because if I see a grade, I'm like, Oh no, especially since I'm still in the process where I'm applying to dietas and I'm like, okay, my grades are super important. And then I have to remind myself. And I think I did a really good job this past semester of kind of reminding myself that as long as I'm trying my best and, you know, putting my best foot forward, just need to trust the process and my grades will, you know, they'll turn out the way that they're supposed to be. So 
I'm proud of myself that I was able to not stress as much. Yeah. And it's not like you're discounting the grades at all. You're just trying to balance everything, Mm. you know? So good for you. I'm glad you were able to do that. Short and long-term goals, because as far as I'm understanding, like once you're finished with school, you're going to apply for DieCast, correct? Yes. I'll be applying to the spring match in 2022. Okay, so that's just right around the corner. What have you been thinking about like your strategy with applying? Do you know how many DIs you plan to apply to? Yes, so initially I was going to apply to five of them and then I thought over how I have to write a personal statement Mm -hmm. for each one. And I was like, "Mm." I spoke to my DPD director and we were like, okay, let's kind of narrow it down a bit more to the ones that I would really like to go to. Mm -hmm. And a few of them were not in the San Diego area and I would like to stay in the San Diego area. So we kind of narrowed it down to maybe only one out of the area. Okay. I'll be applying to four internships. Got it. Are you looking at traditional internships or distance? So three of them are distance internships and then one is an in-person internship. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's been um, interesting. Definitely pros and cons to each with um, this pandemic going on. So far, like in your classes, in the application process and having those conversations with your DPD director, what has been most challenging um, in all of it? Like what's been the challenging part and what's been the part that you've enjoyed that surprised you? I would say the most challenging part is definitely to keep myself accountable because there isn't really anybody to remind you. I mean, if you don't hire a coach, you know, you're on your own. You don't have anybody to remind you that the application is due in like 50 days or you don't have anybody to tell you like start working on your personal statements now or start ordering transcripts or attend like open houses that's kind of on you yeah so google calendar and like discipline have been my lifesaver these past few months because I make sure to like write down open houses on google calendar and make sure to have like a timeline of when I want to have one personal statement done for one di and then have a timeline for another DI's personal statement. That way I can keep myself accountable. So it's definitely been, that's been the challenging part is Mm -hmm. keeping accountability. Are you using any, you mentioned like coaches, are you using any type of resources free or otherwise to help you? So I didn't hire a coach, but um, I was really blessed to have the opportunity to be a part of the cohort that Diversified Dietetics has. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the, I believe it's the DD... I don't want to pronounce it wrong, but it's a dietetic internship prep program that they okay. have. And I believe there's 10 of us in the oh, program. Nice. That's been really helpful. There's been like seminars and we've had workbooks that we answer questions in that will help us for our personal statement. So they definitely taught a lot of skills in within that program that can help me. Okay, nice. I like how they're building that out. It's, that's awesome. So yes, you- I love it. They provide so many resources. Yeah. So what are some of your short and long-term goals career-wise? A DI and then pass the RD exam. And additionally to my short-term goals, I would like to hopefully by the end of 2022, start my online business and provide like nutrition coaching or fitness coaching and offer programming for clients. So that's a really, that's been a really big goal of mine. I initially wanted to start off by getting my personal trainer certification, which I did this past summer. So now I'm hoping that 2022 will be the year that I really push myself and I start my own online business. And as far as long-term goals, I would really like to get my credentials as a certified diabetes 
education care specialist that way mm -hmm. that I could I could really narrow down my clients and work with people be able to provide more insight and more information to patients with diabetes yeah and then as well as start a private practice so I don't want to work in a like, clinical setting or you know work in a specific setting I would like to have a private practice but I know mm -hmm. that clinical nutrition is even just as important in a private practice so opening a private practice is a long-term goal of mine yeah no I agree with you for me I was not very interested in the clinical realm at all but like you said it is super important that foundational information mm -hmm. <clears throat> and education to be able to apply in your private practice so yeah so are you training people now like do you work at a gym or are you doing that individually so I wrote like programming for a few friends or family just a few workout programs but I haven't mm -hmm. had any hands-on personal training experience and that's funny because I'm actually trying to get into that right now and okay I've been applying to different personal trainer jobs and I actually received a no yesterday I like sent them my resume and they were like oh we see that you're interested in nutrition more you're not really interested in fitness you know you're majoring in nutrition I can't really work with you and wow. I was like um I'm not taking no for an answer absolutely so I and I was like I was like um I understand you know my major is nutrition it's not kinesiology as most of your personal trainers on your team, but I have taken anatomy and physio, exercise physio. I kind of explained some of the courses I've taken. And then I mentioned like my long-term goals for to them of opening a private practice and how I want to combine nutrition mm -hmm. and fitness. And then the personal trainer, the owner of the business, he actually responded to me and he's like, you know, thanks for not giving up. I love your attitude. How about we meet tomorrow at 12? And talk about this opportunity and oh, I was like okay let's go. that sounds I love good it. yeah that's right no is is the what is it a comma not a period is that what they say <laughs> yeah. I think so I've heard that before yeah I can't remember if that's the saying or not but yeah I love it I, I love that willpower and mindset that you have because if you do accept no's what are you going to do because no's are going to come yeah Especially if you're looking at a private practice, that's amazing. Good for you. Yeah, I, re I really need to get that hands-on personal training experience. And I know they prefer somebody who has the experience, but I'm like, how am I supposed to get it? You know, give me a chance. Give yeah. me a chance. Yeah, you know, and it's not, I like a scrappy kind of attitude. How are you supposed to get people to understand <laughs> how hungry you are and, and, how passionate you are about something. I think you um, exhibited a lot of tenacity. So good for you. That's Thank sweet. you. Oh, you're welcome. How have you planned to prepare for the cost? It is expensive. Yes, I've, I realized that slowly in my college career, how expensive the field is. And it's funny because my senior year of high school, I started working my first job at McDonald's and I started saving up for career money like I set up two savings accounts and I was like okay one is like a career one so I was like mm -hmm. I don't know if I might need this one day for tuition or something I still had no idea the cost of internships but I was like in my head okay tuition or whatever I'm gonna start adding into this like school slash career savings and so I slowly started adding to that I was working at McDonald's and then started working in college started adding to that as well so I think just saving up a little bit over time even though I didn't mm -hmm. have like something specific that I knew I was going to pay for. Cause again, I didn't know the cost of internships. I just slowly started adding to it over time. I think that's helped prepare me a lot. It's definitely made me feel a little more 
comfortable going into the internship process because I know I have some funds set aside that I've been able to save over time. Yeah, and that's I think really responsible. Thing, yeah, that's also taken a lot of like discipline to make sure that I you know <laughs> don't touch it because I'm like that's that's my school savings. Yeah, not my Black Friday or like shopping savings. That's that's for school. Yeah, that's tempting. Uh, and I know like in school with people spending money on random things, food, shopping, whatever, it's mm-hmm. it's that's very responsible of you to not touch it. Good for you. Yeah, my mom always tells me that. She's like, you know, I'm proud of you that you don't touch it because trust me, I want to do the shopping too, but I'm like not out of that one. Aside from, you know, making sure that I save up little by little over time, I think having small jobs, like random little jobs throughout my college career has helped a lot. So instead of just working one part-time job that, you know, that was it, I've tried to have Mm -hmm. different like types of income. So babysitting and like nannying has been very helpful because I've gotten some experience working with kids and I'm an aunt to 13 kids. So I've always had experience working with kids. So nanny and baby, babysitting kind of came naturally. And I've been able to find families that when they find out that I'm a nutrition student, they ask for me to meal prep for them or grocery shop for huh. them. So that always adds on a little bit of extra income. That's been very helpful. Yeah. And it's also, as I mentioned, quite often speaking to students, like those experiences list in your application and in your personal statement, like it just speaks to attentive and dedicated you are to what you do in the future. So I hope you're planning on, you know, figuring out how to list that in your application. Yes, I'm still trying to figure that all out, how I'm going to add it in. Yeah, no, every little bit counts. Don't discount it. Don't discount anything. (laughs) Those small random jobs help a lot to have a little more income. And then there's one specific job that I've been working for about a little over a year now. And it's um, I'm a resident advisor for college freshmen in the dorms. So with that job, you actually get free housing and free meal plan. So you can eat on campus for free. And so I've been able to work that job while still Mm -hmm. working other small jobs like nannying or working the front desk and like answering phones and things like that. So I've been able to save up on rent while setting aside the money that I make on from other jobs instead of paying rent since I get free housing. So I think being an RA is a very helpful job. For dietetic students and you also gain a lot of experience like counseling and motivational interviewing like working mm-hmm. with college freshmen you gain a lot of helpful experience that you can transfer those skills over to the dietetics field yep I was also thinking um leadership experience as well because people are coming mm-hmm. to you with their own you know concerns or challenges or disturbances of course you know when you have roommates there's going to be little spats yeah. here and there you know that's a, a leadership opportunity for you that can also be listed you're absolutely right yeah I, I actually follow another student on Instagram who she does the same thing and I just love seeing her post because she shows how she also does like um she does tabling and she offers like nutrition advice to the students and just she creates handouts and things like that. So I think it's a really great experience. And I love seeing other dietetic students get into this role because you can do so much in the dorms with like freshman students as a nutrition major. It's, it's about being creative, being a self-starter. Mm-hmm. 
So I like to ask my guests or um, potentially interns from your experience. Three tips. Okay. Um, I would say my first tip would definitely be to network and reach out to people for help. Never be afraid to reach out for help and create this network where you can lean on each other and reach out to each other for resources. I know building a network and building a community in college was extremely helpful for me. My first few years, I was kind of alone. I didn't reach out to many people. And I noticed that led to a lot of struggles. Mm-hmm. And when I finally started reaching out to other students in my major and like creating study groups and following dietitians on Instagram and actually like reaching out to them and messaging them and speaking to them, I was able to see a lot of see a lot more success, see a lot more um, confidence in myself because I was building this network and we were all helping each other and we were all, you know, helping each other level up and providing each other with support. I think that's been really helpful. So that would be my first advice. My first tip would be to create a network, create a community. Um, my second one, I would say to just be confident. You know, you be confident in your goals. I know they may seem scary. You may write them down and be like, oh my gosh, do I really want to open a private practice? Like, do I really want to do this? But just be confident and keep going after it. Mm-hmm. And then my third one would be to be creative with your experiences because you ha- you sometimes won't have these experiences come to you. You might have to create them yourself or you might have to go out there and really look for these like volunteer or work experiences, but just be creative and find different ways to gain experience. I like those tips. It's all very um, relevant and important. And I think any intern or student could gain, you know, a lot of education and good experience from what you've shared. Networking is so important, not just in school, but I guess lifelong. So it's something to get Mm -hmm. used to now. Okay, Leslie. So we are going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for taking the time. My final question for you is, is there anything that I didn't ask you or anything that you would like to share with the audience on your journey or what you see for yourself in the future as far as nutrition and dietetics or something that you just feel is important for them to know in general? Something important that I think all students should take into account is to utilize the resources that are offered on their campus, like wherever you may be attending school, I'm sure they offer, you know, really great, like counseling and psychological um, resources. They offer, you know, a lot of like workout classes, like all these things, I would say definitely take advantage of them and like attend them. Like, you know, seeing going to therapy and like seeing counselor can be very helpful or attending like group fitness classes. You might make friends or meet people that you can create a network with. I think just taking advantage of all these resources that you're campus might give you or attending all these events I think I would say to definitely utilize those and and those resources there's so many resources on campus that are free as well so you're not coming Mm -hmm. out of your pocket for them yeah take full advantage okay Leslie so if anyone from our 40 something and interning podcast audience would like to reach out for you how can they reach you they can find me on LinkedIn by searching up my name so Leslie Gonzalez and it should pop up I'm wearing like a bright red shirt bright red polo in my profile <laughs> picture so it might be a little obvious but they can message me on there if they would like to and connect with me I would be more than willing to communicate with them on there okay that's perfect 
Thank you for um, just being so generous with your time and coming to speak to the audience and share your experience. This is awesome. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you.